0: are you happy? Are you deep down satisfied with the person you are? How you're living your life and the future as it appears today? Do you have a passion? Is there any one thing in your life that is so important that it makes prioritizing everything else simple? If the answer to any of those questions is no, do you have any idea why? Welcome to the Veramore Speaks podcast. I'm your host, Dawn Keegan, co-founder of the dating app, Barrymore, and the nonprofit app, Hero Harbor. Happiness, mine and that of others, is something that's always been very important to me. I've devoted my life to understanding how we take the things life throws at us and combine that with our own special gifts to come away with an experience that, while not always perfect, is one we are proud of and allows us the fewest regrets and least amount of heartache. Whether through my personal musings or conversations with guests, the aim here is not to find a one-size-fits-all to-do list of change, but instead a mindset that lessens our fear, reduces judgment of ourselves and others, and frees each individual to build the life that truly represents happiness for them.
1: Out of suffering, have emerged the strongest souls. I always had, you know, irons in the fire and always had something going
0: that's that's another common thread is that we yes we always have a, a lot of things I go crazy because I have 90 things going but I would be crazier yet and not fit to live with if I didn't have those things so it's so
1: it's, so, so going back a minute a second for to that to that training incident
2: mm-hmm.
1: you know at the at the time I was out five six months. And I remember uh, falling asleep on the couch and and having a dream where it was me and the guys from my squad. And we're in a completely different environment, but there was a firefight and I I couldn't save them. You know, my one best friend, I, I, you know, I remember holding him and, and just I woke up and my face, my my throat hurt. And, you know, my face was wet from from crying Yeah. and I never understood what that right. was, what, you know, and I'm like, oh, just shook it off. Mm-hmm. But then as time went on, you know, my, my temperament got worse. Um I was, ha- I had a hard time holding a job because, you know, I had no problem saying, you know, fuck you, I don't need right. you on the mouth. yeah. And um you know, I'm not proud of it, but I, I even got fired from a job because I told the guy that if he didn't quit acting like a bitch, I was going to slap him like one, you know. Yeah, yeah. And, and yeah, it,
0: it, I've been told, you know, I've been told you don't know how to follow directions, and I've I've said, look, I'm a marine, I have more direction in my pinky than you have in your entire body, but just because just. Just like – because I was rebellious like you were too. I had a very good career, but the same way that you were talking about with, you know, uh, questioning him, sending you into the light, it was the same thing for me. It's like just because I said so, you know –
1: It's not good enough.
0: No, it's not. It's just not.
1: So, you know, so I had that, and then, of course, you know, working in the 911 system here and then, you know, working as a corner investigator, um, it just – it, it just started compounding, and I and I never knew what it was. I mean, I I can't tell you how many times I I woke up drenched in sweat because I had a nightmare where I where I myself had had put a gun to my head. I remember hearing the 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 click of the trigger, but then mm-hmm. waking up. Right, right, right. And um the last service that I worked for 13 years ago, um, I got fired because I had a guy that was strung out on four different kinds of drugs, Mm -hmm. um, was combative and he spit on me. Mm And I'm like, all right, I'll I'll give you the first one, but don't let it happen again. You know? Well, he did. Well, by the time I jumped up, one of the firefighters that I was working with had already you know put his boot to the guy and I was jumping on top of him and I remember hitting him
2: mm-hmm.
1: but I don't remember everything that transpired during during right. that time. I can tell you everything clear as a bell what happened prior and what happened after right but the, so, there's a,
0: that, that's that flip switching thing that we were, you were talking about earlier, you know exactly. It's
1: like-
2: Exactly,
0: and 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 this is one of the things when I when I first started before Hero Harbor actually came up, came about when I was still um, when I was marketing Verimore. You know, this is one thing I used to say is that um, okay, I completely it just right out of my head, whatever. Okay, so we we're talking about flipping the switch. What? Oh my God, what were?
1: Um, no emotions. I
0: yeah, I I'm, I'm just not sure. Oh well who knows, who knows, it'll probably, it'll, it'll pop back in there eventually, but, so keep going.
1: So, um, so tell obviously- me
0: about, well, I guess that was part of it. Yeah. So I guess that's what's, oh, oh, I know what it was. So I told you, I knew, um, I used to say that, th- you know, the military is really good at creating soldiers, creating warriors, but they're lousy at turning them back into civilians. They don't prepare them. They don't, you know, um, and you know, there is so much we have planned. I mean the, the the app isn't even a fraction of what I mean amazing things we have planned for it. Um, but yeah, but that's the thing. It's like you, we are we were already different kind of person when we went in, and then those experiences and everything else, um, you know, just like I said, finding your way. and that's where so many we lose so many and it's just it's a, it's a lot of things. I being the nonviolent person that I am, I have an amazing ability to flip that switch. It's like there's lots of things. There are lots of things in this world that I don't want to do, but I can do anything if necessary. And you were talking about the, you know, the, um, so part of it is the, you know, the challenge we face with the transition, finding our way, not, you know, not, not, not being able to see the future. You know, we're dealing with, you know, all of those things. But then, uh, you know, as I've talked about with a number of these interviews, then we get the VA or whoever gets involved, and then we get labels and medications and stuff like that. And in my case, um, they had you know, inappropriately labeled me as bipolar. Mm-hmm. And I, for 16 years, I took all these crazy meds, and I finally quit taking them. But the, the last time that I agreed to take them, it ended with me, and this is how they finally – I was like, no, I don't care what you call me, but I am not taking your meds. But it was because I took the last $400 I had, went out and bought the prettiest little – Beretta or something. I don't know. It was nice, um, but loaded it with guns. I was sitting at my desk, similar to this. I was in Austin, but pointed at my head. And luckily I was able to dig down and say, oh no, you've got something to offer this world. You know, but too many, too many of the pe- people do pull that trigger. And so um, it, I, I get it. I, you know, it's, it's yes.
1: You know, so obviously there was, you know, an incident review board and, mm-hmm. you know, they, you know, talked to you know, the cops that were involved in everything else. And then, of course, you know, they, they said, well, you know, this is unacceptable. We're going right. to let you go. Um, and then I had to go to a review board at the health district who are the people that regulated and issued right. my license.
2: Right.
1: And I remember sitting down with the, the medical director and his two assistants, and and he's like, so tell me what, you know, what ran through your mind? What, what made you, how do you get to that? Right. Yeah. And I, and so I explained everything that led up to that point and I'm like, you know, I wanted to give him, right. I I was, I wanted to use chemical restraints, but this it what it came to this beforehand. I said, I said, you know, he was a, he was a threat. He, he was literally, even though he was handcuffed, still, getting his way out of the belts on on the gurney and, and able to, to kick his legs and everything else. And I'm like himself
0: and everyone else.
1: Yeah. And I'm like, I'm like, he was a threat. I said, and my, I said, my whole objective was to neutralize the threat. Mm -hmm. And they're like, he was a patient. You can't neutralize a patient. I said, but he was a threat. Right. And he's like, he was like, well, you, he had his hands were restrained. I said, you weren't there you didn't see Mm -hmm. and he's like well were the were the police there and I'm like yes well did you ask them for help I said you want to know what what they did when they saw what was transpiring they closed the doors to the ambulance and said we didn't see nothing I said that's the help that I got right I said
0: this is this is why we do the podcast too that the hero segment of the podcast is because we need we need other heroes to hear that they're they're not you know they're not alone in their stories all of our stories are a little bit different but there's a there's several common threads that go throughout them and i need civilians to hear what kind you know that look these one of my favorite interviews um is with a guy you know an army guy you you know you were talking about um he uh um over the course of day course of two days lost six friends he said on the you know one one day he said you know inside parts on the outside the next day burning bodies you know see you know he couldn't right. say that sort of thing and you know so he went down this crazy path of drinking and drugs and everything else and and i needed him to to tell that story so that people because i have had civilians listen to it with me and they're like <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> what kind of dog
1: it's a queensland healer
0: oh very cool i have an australian
1: I, it's probably my wife coming in from work.
0: <laughs> um, anyway, so I, you know, I said I need, I need, pe- you know, to know that you meet these people, you meet these heroes, these men and women, you know, at times that sometimes is not, you know as he said, when he was going through all that, you know, he had police telling him, you know, he was, you know, worthless piece of shit and he is an amazing person, you know, but so I needed people to understand that, you know, just because, um, you know, just because you don't understand what they've done or what they've been through, you, that's, that's all the more reason not to judge them because you really, you don't on any given day when you meet somebody like that, you don't, again, you don't know, you don't know. And, and they deserve your help rather than your, you know, anyway,
1: keep on. Right. And so the thing is that right after they fired me, um, they, I had, they sent me to go see a psychiatrist and he, given the history, he's the one that diagnosed me um, with PTSD. Mm -hmm. Uh Don, she's the, she's the, President of Veramore.
2: Hi, um, <laughs> nice to meet you. Service. Oh, nice it's, to meet you
1: too. My wife, Kathy.
0: Thank you very, very much. Sometimes being the spouse is is harder than being the hero. Um, well, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're, you're being humble, but I, I can tell you that sometimes it is, you know, I've, I've had one of my, one of the Marines that I interviewed, um, he talked about his wife at one point had to, you know, and he was married to her before he went in and all, but, um, she had to kick down a door to keep him from hanging himself. Now they, they have an amazing life now, but you know, it's sometimes it's, it's hard because you have to, you have to see them suffer sometimes. And then, and, and it's, and we don't, you know, when we don't know what to do, we don't know how to fix it. We don't. Don't, and we don't, right. if we've not been there, especially if we're a, a a non, you know, if we've never gone through that, it's really hard to understand. And so you see somebody you care about in pain and it's like you don't know what to do, you know. Right. You're
2: uh, right. You're right.
0: So, so thank you. Yes.
2: yes. Yes, of course. Nice to meet you. Yes, ma'am. Bye-bye.
1: So, um, get, you know, I, I give him, you know, everything that I went through in the military and then we, you know, obviously – went over the incident that transpired right. you know, at that, at that time. And he asked me, he's like, has anyone ever diagnosed you with PTSD? Mm-hmm. I said, no, I said, I've seen plenty of doctors. They told me, right. You got an anger problem. We're going to send you to anger management right. and, you know, take, take these pills. It'll help keep you wow. calm. And, uh, I said, but no, he goes, that's, he sure. goes, that's exactly what happened. He goes, what you, he goes, have you ever heard the term blind rage? And I said, yes, I, I have. I just thought it was right, something somebody made up, you know, because you yeah. get pissed off to yeah. that point. You yeah. just said, I, I'm in a, in a blind rage. Mm-hmm. And when I explained to him that I remembered everything prior and everything after He told me, he goes, what you experienced was blind rage. Right.
2: He goes, he
1: goes there. He goes, you went. He went. You went into a, a survival mode. He goes, and at that point, everything just, everything becomes autonomous. You're you're functioning on instinct. He goes, your mind isn't even processing what it is that you're doing. And I was like, oh, I'm like.
0: That's kind of cool. <laughs> yeah, the lights go like, can't That's happen. kind of
1: cool, but but at the same time, it w- it was a detriment, you know. And right, you uh, can't
0: know when it's going to happen. You don't know what's going to trigger it.
1: Exactly. Okay. You know, the, a lot of there's things that are insignificant to others. One mm-hmm. um, yeah, of my what can, can set can can set me off in in a way that is unexplainable you know so what
0: a story told by one of my marines um he and he was part of the oef oif uh you know thing he, in fact he joined um like like two years after 9-11 but anyway he was talking about he was out fishing by himself you know just fishing relaxed, everything he said in his his um hook snagged just snagged on on something and he he just lost it lost it he said he um, pulled his you know pulled his rod out, broke it all up, threw it on the ground. He says he was out in the middle of the woods, screaming nonsense at a tree. He was just he, I mean, something is some. I get it. I get it. It's like you know, it you, you don't know, and and you know, of course, then he went to the went to the VA, and they're trying to give him all these drugs, and and they want to commit him, you know, and stuff. And he's like, and he says, "I'm a single dad." He said, "You you think there's problems now? Try to." Try to commit me, you know, but yeah, it's the same thing. It's like, you have something so simple, so simple, but it's just that all of that has been building up in you and, 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 you know, and, and a lot of times, and we are so good at masking our pain. We don't ask for help because we're Marines or we're, you know, Rangers or we're whatever. We, we don't need help, you know, and, and we don't, it's, it's this such a crazy irony. And this was said to me uh, once before. And it's so true. It's like, we never do anything alone when we're in service. Never, never. And yet we get out and we think we're supposed to do it alone. We're supposed to be able to handle it. We don't need anyone else. And that's not true. Um, But yeah, all that stuff is building up. And, and, you know, you, like you said, you didn't put the pieces together because we don't think about it. What I've found about myself is that I don't, label it as a problem or as bad, unless it happens to someone else. If it happens to me, I just compartmentalize it and just keep on going. And then all of a sudden something, somebody flicks that card in my little house of cards and it mm. goes askew, And I, I just, I have a meltdown, you know, and, and, and again, when you have people who are so strong and so independent and, and all, when they have a meltdown, it, I'm an overachiever. So when I melt down, it's it's a fantastic thing to see. You know, it's just it, it, we we do we're extreme in so mm-hmm. many fashions. And and you're right. When and so yes. Anyway. You know,
1: and and you know, when I was you know working as a medic and and at the coroner's office, you know, obviously ninety-eight, ninety-nine percent of the time you're dealing with the shit of society.
2: One mm-hmm.
1: percent of the time. You're actually helping someone who right. is genuinely sick, right? Or injured, and they need your help, or whatever.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: With that being said, you see, ninety-nine percent of the time, you're seeing the dark side of things. Right. And I and remember, and it's
0: a hard reality to, you know, it's it, it yeah, is. It's a really yeah. hard reality because it, we well intellectually we know that stuff is out there being faced with it and dealing with it day to day is a completely different thing and and it, it makes it yeah I, I mean I can see where it'd be it
1: be really tough. It, and I remember when when I first got into the medical field I was I was ecstatic because I'm like you know what you know after after my time in the core and you know because I didn't stay in I think I had found my true calling. I excelled at it. I was one of the one of the best medics in town. And I used to be so excited to, to come home and and share my experiences of the day. But after a while, a majority of those experiences are not pleasant. And you know, when you When something that is so disturbing to someone, but to you, it was amazing. You know, I always used to say, you know, someone's worst day is my best day. Mm -hmm. And um, after a while, you know, your family, they don't want to hear it. It's it's gloom and doom. Well,
0: so. and this is one of the things I've said about the about the VA too. You know, because I've heard people say, well, the VA doesn't care, and I said I don't I don't believe that they don't care. And it's, certainly, you have a certain amount of that. But you think about if if that was your job every single day to hear these stories, you would be forced to 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 put up a bit of a wall, become a bit apathetic because for the same reason. If if you you know you couldn't be you. You would you would lose your mind. You couldn't be a happy father or a happy you know h- husband or whatever because right. you know. So it's it's self preservation is what it is. So um, you know, I my belief is that they need to rotate. It's like you know, you do happy stuff this month, and you do you you take it on the grind again, you know, in, in another time. But,
1: um, but you know, and so, and so with that, you know, the only the only people that you re- could really talk to are your 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 friends your co-workers right. because they they can truly appreciate it they right. understand right aside from that you keep it inside and it's you, very you, you, and you, very
0: lonely you, yeah you,
1: you, you put up a wall and you just deal with it and I was I hate to say I hate the word obsessed mm-hmm. but I love that job so much that even On my days off, we would watch the news. I would watch the news just to see if I was missing out. Right, right.
0: No, I I get it. I do. I get it.
1: You know, and, you know, it's, it, 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 at that point, it kind of consumed you, you know, and, and when, when uh, I lost my job, when they fired me after that incident, um, I lost my mind. Yeah. Because I, you
0: identify so strongly with it. That's, that was the same thing with me is that, you know, I, my professional identity is more important to me than anything in this world. And, and, you know, I, something you made me think of is you talking about that stepmother and the, and the whole, uh, you know, she had, at one point, she says, we never think to ask you how you are. Cause you just always seem so strong. And yes, that's the face that we put forward. That's the, but as I said, you know, then it, we, and we do that and we're strong and we lift and we carry and we get, we, you know, everybody else. And, um, but then when it happens, like, you know, I have, uh, rec- uh episode eight, I is, uh, on of the podcast is called when heroes experience pain and it's me, I'm actually sitting in my closet recording, but I, and I, but I get kind of emotional in one of cause I talk about how, um, I had met a, a veteran at the park and it was such a, a good analogy he says, you know, sometimes we just want to hand off the bucket. You know, we've been carrying the the water bucket for so long, for so many, and we just want to hand hand it off. And and I, I was, I mean, you can hear my voice cracks, everything. I mean, it was just because it's like we love who we are. We love what we do. But a lot of people don't get, they don't get us. They don't. And, and they, they look at us like there's something wrong with us. And, and it's not, it's, you know, it's not we... We are very different. We are very special. We are, you know, we're not, I don't mean better, but we're different. And, and it's, and it's a, that's a big challenge. And, and again, that's, that's why we do all this because what you just said is, that's it. I mean, that's, that's why Hero Harbor was created, you know. So, okay, keep going.
1: Um, I would, I mean, I was distraught, you know. I, I looked at my nope. director, I looked at my director and I'm like, what am I supposed to do? This right. is all I know. Yeah, this is all I'm good at, you know, and. Uh, you know. And it's
0: it's in that place that where we have to reach these men and women, because, you know, again, where I got past the whole gun pointed at my head kind of thing, too many of them don't. And because the thing is, there is there is a future. There is a place for you in this world. We just have to get you there. We have to get you past, you know. But yeah, our we're so proud, and our identities are so tied up in what we do very often that yes, it's 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 brutal, um, you know. And we think, and the, again, and I've said this before, the civilian world makes us think that we don't belong, and and that's not true. That's not true at all. And and we're not asking for a special place. We're not asking for special privileges because we're veterans. It, it, we're all we're saying is we are different. Or and again, not just heroes, but the whole. The, I mean, not just veterans, but the whole hero community. I mean, again, because um, your biggest challenges came within the, you know, when you are you were a civilian, but as you are a hero of a different type. Mm-hmm. But um, the oh, damn it, I got myself sidetracked there. But yeah, it's, it, it's um, you know, we just we have to get them past that, you know, that place. And yes. So, OK, sorry. Uh,
1: you know, and. In- you know that was. I think that was the first time that um, you know Kathy, and my mother,
2: mm-hmm.
1: um, they saw how hard of the time I was having, mm-hmm. and uh, she actually took took the guns out of my house and gave them to somebody to hold on to because yeah yeah know, she yeah. wasn't sure what was going to happen exactly. Um, you know I'm. I'm, I'm grateful that I made it, you know, past that point. Um, you know, yeah, there, there have been other, you know, times throughout life where, you know, you think about it, but then you go. Yeah.
0: You know, this whole idea that you should never, ever think about it is just stupid because the the fact is, and this is, you know, I was talking about Rick, the, the, one of the things he said is that, and, and I, I've heard other you know guys say this, that, it's not. It's not that they didn't want to live. They didn't want to live like that. You know. It's like I love me, and I love. You know. I, like I said, I have worked very hard to overcome a great number of challenges. However, we again back to the identity and back to that overachieving, all of that stuff. We. It's that we we don't want to live in a world where um, where we aren't using our talents and our gifts and our th- to you know. To, it, sure, I could survive. I could, you know, I could be an admin clerk, or I could be whatever. But I I would rather I would rather be dead. So it's and and it's not that's not because, again, I am one of the happiest people you'll meet. I love I'm so intensely passionate. I love what I do. But we it's not that we don't like ourselves. We don't want to live in a world where we can't use we can't do what we're good at.
1: Right. You know, and and the the fact that you know, you have, you know, un- un- unfortunately, memories don't fade away. They may get a little blur. They may get a little blurred, but they don't go away. So, even though you may not, you may have removed yourself from the whole environment it,
2: it's, years, it's, it's, years has, ago. Has,
1: okay, the, right. the, the, the thing the thing is. a a lot of those interactions that you had during that time are are burned into your memory yeah and and they're they're not going to go away no matter what you do
0: they're a part of who you are now they're
1: they're they're not going they're not going anywhere and um you know i so i you know i i did what the doctor said you know here, take this pill. that will help keep you calm. And, right. and, 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 that, that was fine and dandy, you know, for a while, you know, but, I, but after a while I'm like, okay, well, I still feel the same. Right. You know?
2: right.
1: And it, it, I, I, I thought this was supposed to it make hasn't me. It has solved
0: great. anything. Right.
1: Right. I thought it was supposed to make me forget about this stuff. I thought it was supposed to make me happy go lucky all the time. And, and, and that, was where I was misinformed you know I I just kind of like I'm like okay well they're the doctors they got the degrees they know what they're talking about they know what's best for me and And
0: that's the worst mistake ever it's like you know my granddad was a doctor he was already gone by the time I got out but I thought you know back then I thought all doctors were created equal and so I listened to him and I and again this is this is what hurts my heart so desperately is that you know there's it took years, years for me to develop the understanding of myself and the strength to say, "Fuck you, I'm not taking your drugs." You know, and so many people. I mean, again, and, and again, I keep saying common thread, but there is in these interviews the, you know, medicating medications. You know, and and then just the the VA is this giant pill pushing machine. But doctors in general, you know, I, I was told you're always going to be on these meds and da 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 da. And it's like, no, I'm. You know, and, and that's the thing is we, we have too many men and women who get into that place and they don't get past it because they, they listen to the doctors. They listen to the people. You know, I hugged a therapist at the VA recently. I said in my nearly 30 years of being in the system, you, I, I'm not going to say that you made anything better, but you're the first one who didn't make it worse. And, and that's, you know, that's the terrifying thing is the only help that they have available to them. And, and it's not just the VA, it's private doctors, too. It is very often makes it worse
1: see and and i never I never utilized the VA up until two years ago mm-hmm. i I the way I thought about it or i I, I viewed it was mm-hmm. you know what uh, there are guys and there are men and women who need their service more than I do i I was usually fortunate enough to have a job that provided me decent insurance and so i'm like they need their services more than i do
0: it is so common it is so common and
1: and and and, uh you know i'm like you know let somebody else have my spot you know and and then uh when was it, four and a half i guess about four and a half five years ago Mm -hmm. i get a letter from um the marine corps headquarters saying you know um, our records indicate you were stationed at Camp Lejeune. I was during, thinking about that, yeah, when you told during, me. Was, yeah. during,
0: during this period. So and, I just recently learned about that whole Camp Lejeune thing, yeah.
1: And, and you know, here, if you've been diagnosed with, you know, any of these conditions, you know, and that, they were all. So that uh, they reached out to you, yeah. And, and they were like all cancers, what? like five different forms of cancer. Right. And i
0: like thing, too, is it because I recently was approached because everywhere I go, I leave, you know, a hero harbor. I mean, I'm never shut up about it. And and I always leave a you know a hero harbor card, whatever. And I'd um, left one at, at an acupuncturist. They were trying to help me with my sleep. And also, da, 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 da. Anyway, she had passed it on. And so I get an email from this guy and he's talking about um you know Gulf War syndrome and all this stuff, and and it's like everything that he had you know i had always all my, my not sleeping and and all the different things i had i attributed to you know okay you know this or that or the other and when they start listing that stuff it's like wow that you know that that could be at the same time though i i, I am afraid to go down that path of um you know, getting, getting labeled and, and the, you know, all the possibilities that come with that. And we also, for me to accept that is also, it's like saying that I'm broken and we know, we know what happened with, um, you know, the with Vietnam and the whole agent orange and, and all of that stuff. It's, it's this weird, crazy dynamic on the one hand. It's like, we would like to have answers on the other hand. It's like, I, I don't, I don't want to hear that, you know, that, what I did in my voluntary service and all of, you know, led to, you know, these things. And, you know, again, I, we are so good, just back to what we were saying earlier, we were so good at pushing through, you know, it's like, yeah, I have not slept properly in 20 years. Never, never more than five hours, never solid. The irony being, what do they ask you? The two things they ask you when you go to the VA, suicidal ideations and substance abuse. mm mm-hmm. When do I get my five hours of sleep? When I've drank myself to pass out, you know? It's like when I've just gotten to, you know, the, but we are so, we are so, I know I've been running on adrenaline for all this time. I left, I get up at 4 a.m. I left here, uh, in, I live in Orlando right now, and I drove from, I left here at 3.30 in the afternoon after being awake all day long, drove like 15 hours to Texas without stopping. I took like 45 minute nap and I was mostly awake all the rest of the day we just we we can and so we do and we just, and so we don't stop and think that you know that but the thing is even if you do it's like if you can't do anything about it then it doesn't matter it's you know it's just i mean we we that's the kind of people we are and it's it's not necessarily that the the military taught us that we were those kind of people you were an athlete you know it's like you just push through you 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 take the pain you take whatever and you just keep on going and so, yeah, okay. All right.
1: So, so so I, so, I, so I get this letter and I'm like, "Okay, well, I don't have any of these issues."
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Crumble it up, throw it right. in the trash can. Right. Now, since 1993, 1994, I have had abnormal liver enzyme levels. And the doctors for all these years have told me the first thing that they asked is well, "How much do you drink?"
2: Right, right.
1: And I'm like, I don't know, not that much. I'm I'm right. a social drinker. You know, right. well, how well if you were to have a six pack of beer in right. your in your refrigerator, how long would it last? And I'm like, I don't know. I said a 12 pack will last me, you know, a week. You know, I have a couple beers after work or yeah. you know, maybe a few on the weekends, but that's it. Right. Well, do you utilize do you take ibuprofen or tylenol? Well, yeah, for pain. And they're like, Okay, well, cut out your drinking stop taking the ibuprofen, stop taking the Tylenol. That was their solution to it. And then two years ago, you know, again, you know, it, it came, this uh, abnormal liver enzyme levels. So I'm like, you know what? It's, it's, it's time I go to the VA. What if, what if all, all these abnormal tests over the years are a precursor to something that isn't my fault
2: right right
1: and and right now that's that's the the battle i'm i'm fighting right now is you know i've i've put in claims for it yeah They're, the va doctors have done a biopsy and they've said yeah you have you know non-alcoholic hepatitis right. you know right. and and then I get a letter from the VA saying, okay, well, this is a recognized condition for right. the content, contaminated right. water exposure. And I'm like, okay, sweet. Right. Now my my uh, claim should just to, right. should flow through. They it's have shocking flow, how hard they, we they, have to fight. They, they, yep. they told me. They sent me an email saying yeah. this is an accepted condition. Right. Well, no. Now they're like, well, now we need proof of, of, of your right. service there. Right. Right. And I'm like... Pull my records. You, you, you've you got access to them just as much as I do. Yeah. Look, you know, and so last week I had a again, I had to write a an appeal statement. And in that statement, I, I put in there, look, you know, I serve my country of my own free will right. proudly and honorably. The issue that they had with the water there, the government knew about it, the Marine Corps knew about it since 1953. I didn't have a job that where I worked on helicopters and or whatever, and you know, I was just bathed in the water and drank it. Mm-hmm. My job entailed I be in the water for certain things. Mm-hmm. It's the same water that They, we drank, we drank because there was no such thing as bottled water back then. The only people that bottled water was a sparkless bottle and a cooler in the office. Right. They cooked with that water. We bathed in that water. And I'm like, everything matches up. Your doctors say that I have this condition. It's an accepted condition by your standards. So what is the problem? are you know are they are they waiting till it turns into you know, and I've had three different doctors tell me two from the v a and one was an outside doctor, and they all three of them told me you do know the what this condition will is gonna lead to.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: It's either going to lead to cirrhosis mm-hmm. because the the scar tissue that's in 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 your liver. It'll either lead to cirrhosis, it will lead to some form of cancer, or or ultimately just full blown liver failure. I said, I understand that. And, you know, I'm trying to
2: rectify this. Right. And,
0: And that's the thing, we have to fight so hard for this stuff. Um, and, and that's what happens is, you know, that's additional on top. It's like, sometimes you just simply don't have the strength to fight anymore. You know, you, you, you are in a position brought about by your willingness to serve, your willingness to, to go and do whatever you were asked. And then all of a sudden you're having to fight, you know, fight to, you know, I mean, it's the same thing for me. It's like, how can I help, you know, others when I can't even afford to, you know, pay my own bills and stuff like that. It's, you know, and, and that's the kind, and you know, I don't have. In, in this case, I don't have a family to provide for, but as I said, you know, my ex-husband is my business partner and he is living at home. Um, in order. And so, and so I feel the burden of, you know, all of that because he's living at home in order that he can help, you know, to pay my bills and stuff. And so we, you know, but in, in your case and a lot of these other men, it's like you, they have families to, you know, and mm-hmm. so they're feeling like a failure because they can't, you know, um, whether, they, they can't provide for their families or, you know, and so it's just, it it's, it, and it, and it weighs them down. And sometimes they just lose the will to fight, you know, fight in the first place.
1: And, and I, and I think, um, the bureaucracy of it all is that there's somebody who is just sitting behind a desk. They're reading a file mm-hmm. and what they're doing is, um, they're doing everything possible to protect the government. They don't want, to, they don't want the government to pay anything right. out. Right. I get that. But if it's a duck, if it looks like a duck, walks like a duck, it's a duck. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, I, I went all these years without utilizing the VA. Right. So if if this wasn't, to, if, to me, if this wasn't something that right. was possibly linked to my service... I wouldn't even be utilizing it. I wouldn't even be pursuing it, you know? But my thing is that I don't want to end up being saying, okay, well, you've got this form of cancer and and, 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 and then you go, okay, well, how did this happen?
0: Right. Well, and you don't want to have to explain to your family why you know you're on your deathbed and you didn't you know or whatever you're disabled or whatever and you didn't do everything you could to you know to you know to to improve upon the situation, right? Um, you know you you have you have you you have a wife and you have people to answer to you know beyond just your own self. It isn't you know and and it's the same thing for me. Is like again, I like I said, I can't. Uh, we have amazing things, amazing things for planned for HH. I can't make that happen if I can't, you know, if I can't take care of myself and, you know, physically, mentally, financially, all of those things. And so it's it's a bigger picture. It's not just you. It's you have you, you have other people you're responsible for, too. And,
1: right. you know, so. Well, and, you know, and then, you know. Three years ago, I was fortunate enough to. Um, to become involved with the uh, at the time I was I was working in California and uh, I became involved with an organization called the Weed for Warriors mm-hmm. project, mm-hmm. and um, the more I talked to them, and the more I learned, um, I, I started to understand, you know, I always thought, oh, right. maybe, they're just, maybe they're just using this as an Yeah, yeah. I, I've gone through those you thoughts, know? Too.
2: Yeah.
1: You know, maybe they're just using this as an excuse, right. and then when you really, when I'm talking to I call them kids mm-hmm. that are, 23, 24, are. twenty three, twenty four. They're yeah. they're the age of my kids,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and and they're telling me, you know, I was taking, you know, ten pills, ten different pills a day, right. and right. everything else. And you know, there were times where I just felt like taking a handful and just calling it a day. And they're like, but well, once I started using. You know the medical cannabis mm-hmm. it was like the world changed right. and I'm like and so I, so I took it upon myself to to educate myself more right. Right. and um and I'm like all right well I'm, I'm gonna test this theory obviously right. I smoked when, right. when you're high in high school right. but I'm like back then it was strictly for the high you, you're, yeah. You're, yeah and I found myself, I, I, I found it that they were, that there was truth to it.
2: Mm
1: -hmm. Um, I have aches and pains every day. I wake up with new ones every day. And, but, you know, if, if I use a little bit at nighttime, it helps ease that, that, that pain. And because of the condition of my liver, I don't want to take pills right. because pills metabolize through the liver. So all I'm doing yeah. is speeding up the process. Right. And, you know, it helps me get to sleep. That's my biggest problem is falling asleep.
2: Right.
1: If I fall asleep, it's great, but it's staying right. asleep.
0: I've actually started researching, um, you know, researching the whole CBD oil and, and all that kind of stuff recently. These for the same reason, because it's like, I'm, I am tortured. My mind is tortured by the fact that I can't sleep. And, um, and again, I cannot. And, and and there are times when I'm just, you know, cause now with the whole Gulf war thing, now that, you know, I was, I was only at Lejeune for three weeks. I did three weeks of, um, uh, training there before, uh, desert storm, but, um, they're talking about while, you know, we were in desert storm, the things that we were, you know, and, and then so the three things right now that they've uh, associated, um, uh, with it is, uh, chronic fatigue, <laughs> it's flipped you off. Um, uh, I'll count the other direction.
1: Wouldn't be uh, the first time.
0: Oh, oh yeah. It's like, Oh yeah. You got to do much better than that. It's like, come on, you step up. If you're going to insult me, you're going to, you got to step up at your game. Yeah. But anyway, um, chronic fatigue, um, irritable bowel and fibromyalgia. And, um, you know, and as I said, you know, as I start thinking back, it's like, well, I am, I am, I, I'm always tired. I'm, I get up and I'm tired, you know, and, and, you know, so, and so for me, you know, falling asleep, staying asleep, all of that stuff. Um, but, um, you know, so I've started to, to research that because I went through the same thoughts that you did. It's like, I don't, I don't, I don't like crutches. I don't like, you know, it's like, I do not need this. I'm a Marine. I, you know, I, and I, I eat, I drink nothing but water. I water and vodka. Um, and, but, and like I said, the vodka, a lot of times it's just, you give up. It's like, I got to, whatever it takes, whatever it takes, I've got to sleep. But point is we, we, I, I went to the same thoughts of, I don't want to crutch. I don't want to lean on something. I don't want this to be an excuse. I don't want anything, you know? Um, but it's like, look, if, (laughs) back to you can't help others if you don't help yourself. And if that's what it takes, then, you know, then that's what it takes. And so I, you know, I, I, the power to adjust your thinking is really important. (laughs) But
1: it, 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 one once I once I realized that it was there was more to it than just the recreational aspect. Right, right, right. I, I like I said, I um started educating myself and I'm like, Well, you know what? How hard is it to cultivate something? Right. You right. know? And then I learned that it's not hard. Yeah, I saw at all.
0: on your feed, your ID ID feed, I didn't see what you'd written, but I saw the pictures of the, the last couple of posts you made where you would, uh, that, that was, anyway. So, yeah, go ahead and talk about that.
1: You know, so I, you know, I'm like, it, how hard can it be? You know, and so I, I tried my hand at it for the mm-hmm. first time three years ago,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and and it worked out well. And right. I'm like, this is great, you know, and, and I became involved with other vets and we worked together and, you know, we, you know, worked for a a collective that was out there and, you know, we did all the trimming. We, we all had medical cards. We did, we handled deliveries to medical patients, verified medical patients. And, and, uh, you know, that was, that was my, a big thing for me was, I know that there are a lot of vets that they're they're in a situation where even if they're getting service help from the v a
2: you
1: know they may not be able to afford their meds even though it's only nine or ten bucks a month. they may not have the nine or ten bucks to pay for their medication and so it was important to me um, to be able to to help those, you know, that, you know, well, you've either, come e- e- oh. either, 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 either they, they sought me out or I sought them out one right. way or the other, we would cross paths. And it right. was, so it was important to me that I made it available to them.
0: Right. Well, I started saying you've come, you've kind of come full circle again, you know, you're kind of sort of back into. a a healing, um, you know, nurturing medical, you know, realm. And you're also giving back to a community that you know and care about so much, you know, and, and, uh, you know, know so well and care about. So, and, you know, so it's, yeah, I can see, I mean, you, that's amazing. That's awesome.
1: And, you know, I,
0: the important part is you have found your path and you know you went from that dark you know awful you know, this is the worst thing that could happen to me and and you you found you found your place, you found what you were meant to do and you know and and that again comes back to what you know what we're trying to do here is just to get these men and women through, get them um you know, I want to tell you about as soon as he can make it happen that uh, a new feature that we're going to be putting in that I am so excited, which will really change you're right now. It's, you would go in and you would have to search for people who are like you and da 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 what, what we're gonna do is we're going to implement something so that basically because you know, there's there's men and women all over the world in every time zone working all kinds of shifts, everything else and you know sometimes you're just hanging out with you know not a whole lot to do whatever and and they want to help they would help they they could help they have the time and so what we'll do is you can log in and basically there's a there'll be a toggle or something that says you know hey, I'm available." and so now someone else they're in crisis they can go in and say hey i just you know i need to talk and and it you know it doesn't mean it i don't mean you know on the whatever it is but the point is that they go in they say i need somebody so then my uh, tony calls it the bat signal but you know um, as soon as they they log in and say that happens then everybody who has um, and, and it'll be, we haven't figured out exactly how we'll implement it, but everybody who's in there who says, um, you know, I'm here and I'm available, they'll get a notification. They'll get some sort of a, uh, um, you know, a, a, a badge like on your, mm-hmm. your text message or whatever that says, Hey, and so, so <laughs> my dog, he's, he's dreaming. So it's Sagan. Hey babe, <laughs> he's, he's dreaming. So he's whatever. Anyway. Um, so that, you know, they, they will, you know, come in and say, you know, hey, I'm here. What do you need? You know, that sort of thing. So that way, because a lot of us, we're not going to reach out. First of all, we may not have cultivated a personal support system or our personal support system. may I mean, it may be the middle of the night and they may be asleep. And so this way you get help immediately from, you know, because there's going to be somebody who is awake at that, you know, whatever time it is. And right. You know, it's something we're very excited about, but it goes back to I can't make these things happen. I don't program, and I can't make these things happen without the resources, and it's it's a challenge, and, and I beat myself up a lot about it. But it's you know it's, we're going to get there, and it's exciting. But
1: you know, I, you know, I've even I've even made you know uh, I made a, a friend through that I met through the the Weed for Warrior project mm-hmm. you know through Instagram when I was in California, and you know young kid he we kind of um we kind of connected because he was in the army but you know he was um cab scout recon or whatever and and so we kind of connected and we would you know kind of go back and forth and and i told him how you know the the chapter where i was was kind of shit you know the the guy that ran it was pretty much in it for himself and and so he's like, well, you know what, man? He goes, we're having we're having a, a monthly, you know, get together, and he was in Southern California. He's like, you know, why don't you come down, you know, and and come check it out. And I'm like, all right, but in the meantime, um, he was ha- he was going through some stuff. I I don't know all the asp- details of it, but um, you know. It got to where we actually became personal friends, and he would text me and he'd be like, "Hey man, you know, what do you, you know, can you talk right now?" Right. And and, and he would just say, you know, look, I'm 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 having a really one of those
0: days, yeah. I'm
1: right. ha- having a really hard time, you know, uh, you know, home life is shit, you know, work is shit, everything is just shit, you know, and and he would kind of fill me in a little bit, mm-hmm. and then it was like I was talking to one of my kids. Right, it was like right. I, was, I went into dad mode, you know? And,
0: and sometimes it's not it, – this is something I've said is it's – we don't necessarily have to know all the details. It's just – it, we just get it. I mean, there's just something about, you know, because we've, we've been there and, and so you don't have to know the details to, you know, to under, you know, to be able to help and to understand. It's just, it's just that feeling of, you know, when somebody says I get it and it's like, You know, thank God I am I have connected with someone who understands and because that's huge when we feel like we're when we feel it's very isolating. It's like you said before, you know, it's very lonely, very isolating. The fact when you can't talk to your family about what you do or what you're going through or whatever and you feel it's 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 terrible. And that's that's how we end up with this uh, this crazy high suicide rate, you know,
1: you know, and and, you know, um, you know, you know, Kathy, she's not she she doesn't like the smell of it. She doesn't like. Right, Right. Right any of it, you know, and and so sometimes, you know, she gives me a hard time about it, you know, but um, I explained to her, and I'm like, you know, it it helps me. It it does. I know it's hard to understand sometimes, but it it does, you know, and the other night we were watching TV, Mm -hmm. and she's like, you know, she goes, I don't care for it. I don't care for the smell of it or anything else. She goes, but as long as it's helping you mm-hmm. and and it and you you're benefiting from it, she goes, "I'm okay with it you right. know right. she said just you know she goes, just remind me at times right. that you know you may not like it, but it's right. help it's helping me." Right. I,
0: after we hang up, I'm going to text you um, the episodes of I, I would love for you to listen to Rick's interview because so you are you're going to identify with so many things um, that he talks about. And um, and and, you know, when uh, conversation with his wife, I mean, all it's just it's I can I can. It, um, one of the other guys, Matt, he was here at my apartment. I, I interviewed them both. I interviewed Rick the same way I'm doing mm-hmm. you. Um, but Matt was sitting there and the whole time Rick is talking, Matt's just nodding his head. And I guarantee you're going to do the same thing. It's just, it's like, because we identify it It's like, yeah, I get it. Oh, it's an amazing story too. When we, when we go when you go back and, and, and talk about the, you know, law enforcement and, you know, feeling like a piece of crap and people telling you a piece of crap, you know, he had at one point 107 felonies. He was looking at 200 years worth of jail time. I mean, it's a, it's a, and but then he ended up becoming law enforcement. It's an amazing story, but, but yeah, it's the.
2: Yeah.
0: I'll send those to you, and I think
1: you, you. You know, I, and, you know, after, um, after you know, you know, my my time being a medic and whatnot, I, I, I had a hard time really finding my niche again you know professionally right and um reluctantly i three years ago i i I took a job with a company named hoag um they're family-owned family-run business that started in a garage 50 years ago primarily specializing in custom grips for guns Mm-hmm. now they've ex- over the years they have expanded into you know ar accessories and right. knives matter of fact one of um the people that they have collaborated with is um a pretty well-known knife maker and he, he was in the marine corps he, he was a recon marine alan alishowitz mm-hmm. um he makes nothing but uh, high-end knives well he collaborated with People at Hogue, and he designed their blades for them. Um, So I reluctantly took a job with them, went to California. I don't know why I did it because I hate the state. (laughs) And uh, it turns out that, you know, they're very um, vet oriented. Mm -hmm. Uh, the president, the one of the owners, the president, um, he's a Navy vet himself. And so I went in knowing nothing about manufacturing. I had zero manufacturing experience, but I'm like, you show me what you want me to do. I'll do it and I'll do it the best that I can. Right. Right. And. And that's what I did, and from day one I you know they were like, "Well, we're behind on you know we're behind on a r bus stops mm-hmm. in order to get ourselves out of this black out of this hole
2: mm-hmm.
1: and have inventory, we need to pump out at least two thousand a week
0: give a Maria challenge. A a challenge
1: and, and, and many times I went to work at six a m yeah. And many times I didn't I didn't leave till seven seven thirty p.m. But I mean I was I was just a machine. And there was a day where I had to miss because I had to go to traffic court. And my manager said, "Well, don't worry about it. I'll I'll run your machine for you." Mm-hmm. And the next day he's like, "Dude, I I got to give you I got to give you props." He goes i have sat here and i have watched you do this for hours on end he goes and you don't miss a beat you just keep going and going and going he goes it's like you're a machine he goes i did it for three hours and i was ready to just like shut the machine off and be done for the day he goes he goes how do you do that i go i don't know i, I said it's I, I guess it's something that was embedded in me a long time ago. I said, when things feel do, like they're like they're, in, like they're insurmountable, like like you're never going to see the light you at the end of the tunnel,
0: and just do it. Yep. Yeah.
1: yeah. I said. I said you. I put my mind somewhere else. I'm not yeah. even thinking about what I'm doing. My. Yeah. I. I mean, I'm aware of what I'm doing, but I don't think about right. it. Right. Right. Oh I yeah. Said,
2: yeah.
0: It's the same when, when I, when I was, uh, the, right after I bought my truck, I was averaging 3000 miles a month and it wasn't cause I wanted to, but I was presenting my company all over the place. And it's just, you do what you have to do. You just do it. And like you said, you flip that switch and you just go and, you know, and that's, that's, but we were those kind of people before we became, you know, b- before we became heroes. It's just, that's, you know,
1: so, so, you know, within a seven month period, I go from being hired in knowing nothing mm-hmm. to them going, Hey, we want you to, we want you to run the department.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. So now I'm, I'm kind of winging this, you know, and you know, the, the, one of the owner's sons, he, he was the, the, the master tool maker. He, I learned a lot from him because he started off with injection molding. Right. And then, you know, I actually got sent to school for a week and, you know, it, but, but my real passion was, um, machining. And I'm like, you know, at some point in time, I would like to learn how to machine.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And, you know, my mother's health, you know, started to slip and I'm like, look, I, I need to, I need to go back home. And they happen to have an office out here. Mm-hmm. And they're like, well, the only thing we got available out there is, you know, CNC operator.
2: Mm-hmm. And
1: I'm like, done. Right. Show me how to run the machine. Show right. me, teach me how to do it. I will do it. Well, during this period where I was still in California, and they were training me. We actually um, got awarded uh-huh. the uh, the contract to. Uh-huh make knives that are issued to the troops
0: nice
1: um through so we work with we work closely with DePaul.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: and uh so i'm like this is this is awesome i'm right. like this right. th- th- this is where i'm gonna i'm gonna get my my foot back somehow and so now you know i'm like Every blade that I cut every everything that I every blade that I machined or a certain mod uh, you know knife model frame mm-hmm. that's made out of aluminum or you know a, a composite material it's going to the military it's going to the troops, right. so therefore you know i mean we're per uh, we're perfectionists anyway, right but I'm like. You know, if someone's, if, if, if someone's depending on this thing to work and not fail, I love that. You know, you know I'm I'm going to do everything that I can to mm-hmm. make sure it's the best possible. And uh, so I, I take I take great pride in the. I mean, it's a you know, it's a, it's, a, it's a job, right? But I, know, no, no, you know, but I get but, it. but but I but I, no. I take great pride in knowing that you know there are people out there that, um, that are utilizing something, something you've that, made, I, that, that something I have
0: made. made might save someone's life, exactly. you know, and, and, and no, I get it. I get it. And, and the thing is this, you know, and, and again, I knew nothing sometimes like Rick's story. I knew some about Rick's story before, um, before we talked, I knew nothing about yours. And this is what I tell people a lot of times is it, we all have a story. We all have one. And it's different. It's like some of us went through combat. Some of us didn't. It doesn't matter. We all have a story. And there are certain common threads that run throughout them. But you have just been one giant advertisement for what I'm doing. Because, you know, you, you talk about it, it, It's all these things that we understand this. And this is what I need. This is, you know, I need the two sides. I need the heroes to hear, look, you're not alone. We are all going through it. And even when we, even when we have found our place, we still have dark moments because we're overachievers. We're, you know, we're, we're perfectionist, all of those things, but you're not alone. So, you know, and but, the, and then I need the civilian side to hear, look, we're different, but if you give us a chance, we will make your organization better. You know, it's, And you, but you just, you can't expect us to be like everyone else. Let us be who we are and we will make your organization better. Don't, but don't, you know, we're not the same. Don't treat us the same. And, and so that's, you know, that you have just been one, this two hours is one giant advertisement. And I love you for that. You're just getting this giant virtual hug. So, but uh, I I am so happy that you've, you found your place and that that is just amazing. And so you've got those two Are you still working with the Weed Weed for Warriors thing? I, I, I,
1: I, I do. Um, the, the chapter here in Vegas, um, hasn't been all that active. Um, some of the, some of the people that, um, were like the leaders of the organization here have, uh, taken a different path and they've, and they've started another, um, organization for vets is called walk and talk Mm -hmm. and every every weekend um every sunday they they meet up either red rock canyon or they go up to the mount up to mount charleston or whatever um and they meet up and they smoke a little bit but then they they go on hikes right and everybody talks about whatever Life love- in gen, life in general, yeah. war yeah. stories, whatever. Yeah. It, gives, it, it gives them a chance to to bond and just escape for a couple hours. But they also do um, a lot of phenomenal things within the community. Um, they sometimes they'll they'll go into the shittiest parts of town and walk through the the tunnels or the the, 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 storm drains. Cause a lot of the homeless people, they habitat, they, they make that their home because it's out of the elements. Right. Right. And, um, they'll go, they'll, they'll get, you know, as many cases of water as they can. People, you know, they blankets, jackets, whatever that, mm-hmm. that is just, people are going to donate to goodwill or whatever. Anyways, They'll take that and they'll walk through these tunnels. I mean, in the, in the dead of night, mm-hmm. and and give water and blankets and you know, so it, it's it's, and that, that, it's their that, way of giving back to the also, community. Right,
0: and that in and of itself, it, it's it's a reward in and of itself. You know, it's like you you get you you are you we get great pleasure and great joy from that giving back. And, and that's what I, the other thing I say about HH is that, you know, whether you're there to offer a shoulder or to, to, um, to find a shoulder, everybody wins every, when, when, you know, because you, you get, and you know, from that service, you know, it's, you get a good feeling from helping others, you know? So it's regardless of what, and the thing is today, you may be offering the shoulder but tomorrow you might be looking for it you know and so there's there's just no downside to it. i love that that is so awesome all right so we're gonna we've been at this for two hours this is not uncommon this is not uncommon at all especially with my marines i just go along, so i always end up splitting them but um if you are interested in following um Lauren, he is both in the app and on instagram he's recon medic and he, as you can tell, he's awesome, and I'm I'm so thankful for you. And is there anything else that, in particular, that you want to, you know, say before we, I let you get back to your lovely wife because I'm sure she's over this by now.
1: <laughs> um, I'm I'm just I'm grateful that there's there's people like you that are bringing awareness to vets and their needs. I mean. Obviously, there's a lot of cracks in the within the VA system, and a, a lot of vets fall through those cracks. Um, and because of that, some people never get to hear their story. Yeah. So I, I'm, I'm grateful that, you know, with what you've it's done with your organization.
0: This is the best part of my job. It's, it's the most difficult, but it's also the best dragging people out of, from behind social, the nameless, faceless, and, and be, uh, these guys are my friends now and I love them so much. So thank you for saying that. But yes, it's, uh, this, this, this was the highlight of my day. Hands down. I spent a lot of time behind this computer, a lot of time isolated. And then I start getting down and, and feeling like crap. And it's like, I'm never going to make this happen. I'm never, but this, this is what I live for, for these connections. I am so thankful for you guys. So Simplify, Devil Dog.
1: Simplify. Thank you, Don.
0: Yes. Go give your wife a hug for me, and again, tell her thank you because I, I really mean what I said. So. I will. I know it's not easy living with us. So. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I, I, so what I've said so, so, so I've been told.
0: Yes. I, I have. Uh, but the, 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 to my credit, I've said. Um, I said if you think it's difficult dealing with me, try being me. <laughs> it's not a safe place up there. So. All right. All right. Take care. You have a wonderful evening.
2: You too. Thank you.
0: Bye. Thank you for spending this time with us. If you enjoyed the content we shared with you, please subscribe, review, and share this show with your friends. Verimore, the dating app and Hero Harbor, the social connection tool for heroes, are both in the app stores. You can follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter as Veramore, Verimore underscore app, or Hero Harbor.